before the podcast start, I do want to let you guys know um, that I did not edit out the profane language that the guests used in this specific podcast. I was in the process of editing out the, the profanity, but it took away from the from the rawness of what's being said. Uh, so in this rare singular case, I did not do that. If you, if you still want a version without the profane language by the guest, <clears throat> I will accommodate you for whoever want it. Um, and the reason I didn't do it because I feel like this is one of the most important conversations uh, of the of our modern times, and I didn't want to um, I didn't want to like ruin it. And um, it's kind of conflicting because I don't curse, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know, as a man of God, but he is also. Uh, someone that says he's a man of God, and I think y'all enjoy this podcast. So uh, enjoy. Welcome to the Great Area Podcast, where we have the conversations people are afraid to have with the people they are afraid of. And one of the people that everybody, especially in the hip hop community, is afraid of is the one and only Charleston White. Welcome to What's the Great Area. Brother? <laughs> oh, man, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, of course, man. Thank you so much for coming, man. I see you. I don't know if you know this, but your your videos are all over TikTok too. Uh, I, I just found that out about ninety days ago. Uh, so now I'm on TikTok. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking over TikTok, man. Yes, sir. So the the way I want to start this off is basically establishing, like, for the audience who I'm speaking with. So the best way you can answer this question: Who is Charleston White. Uh, Charleston White is the is the is the modern day uh product of 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 I'm the modern day product of a of a good single parent home. Uh my my, my mother was God fearing. Uh my mother was a teenage mother. Uh, she had my brother at 15. Uh, she had me at at 17. Uh, my mother come from a a, a prompt. My mother come from a family who was affected by drugs. Uh, my 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 grandfather went went into the military. Uh, they were my grandfather, and my grandmother were two of the first uh, black people in, in in Fort Worth, Texas, and come over uh, to own a restaurant in a hotel prior to my mother being born. Uh, my my granddad come from the country. He's the first of of of, of seventeen children. Uh, my my grandmother, my great grandmother, which is who his mother. She is the she was a slave who became free in America. She she her, her name is Lucille Helton, and she was property of the White Sloan Plantation, which is where I get my last name from, Charleston White, by way of Marshall, Texas, East Texas. So I can trace my lineage back to a slave uh, by the name of Lucille Hilton, who had her first son, which was named Freddie White, which is my grandfather, my mother's father. Uh, my, my grandfather joined the military, he joined the Air Force and, and came to, to Fort Worth, Texas and met my mother, met my mother's mother, which is my grandmother. Uh, they married and had uh, four children. Uh, Uh, so my grandmother got off on drugs. My, my grandfather eventually ended up going to federal prison, uh, while driving, being, being a well-known school bus driver who, who ended up selling drugs, uh, making a front page paper. 
So I, I didn't come from poverty. Uh, I, I wasn't born in, in uh, uh, I, I can't recall ever being poor. Uh, so I'm the product of what I like to say, your, your typical traditional, uh, and people say, well, that's not traditional, uh, what it is in America. I'm, I'm the product of your typical traditional African American single home in America, which is 73% of our households. Uh, my mother worked, so she was removed out of the home. So parental supervision, um, I lack parental supervision, not because my mother was on drugs, not because my mother was being neglectful, uh, because my mother landed a blue collar job, which was General Motors uh, in the early 80s, uh, when America was starting to become uh, middle, uh, America's middle class was to really beginning to be built. And so I grew up in your, in your, your I don't know if there's an upper or lower middle class, uh, but if there is one, I would say I grew up on the upper side of the middle class li lifestyle. Uh, I don't know what it's like to go to bed hungry. Uh, I wasn't abused. I wasn't molested. Uh, we're the first, I, I want to say my mother's generation, because my mother was born in 1960. I want to say her first generation is the first fatherless black children, uh, because my grandmother grew up without both her mom and, and, and her father. Uh, my mother ended up becoming the the matriarch, the backbone, the 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 glue, uh, the light, the 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 strength and the force of 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 my entire family, uh, of of of, of her mother and father's lineage. Uh, my mother made it out of poverty. Uh, being uh being born in the '60s, having children in the '70s. Uh, my mother was a teenage mother who had ambition and, and wanted more. In, in, in America, she was able to get that in America. Uh, by the time I was in the third grade, uh, we had moved to a, a suburban area in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area, a place called Arlington. Uh, and that's when I started going to school with white children. So my mother, I, I would like to say, man, I, I'm the product of, of Dr. King's dream. Uh, my mother and them being... Uh, uh, the direct descendants of 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 the 1964 civil rights legislation, and 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 me and 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 all of those that was born in the 70s, uh, we're first generation King's dream. We got to go to school with white kids. Uh, we we don't know racism. We know a lot of prejudice, but we don't know racism. Uh, we hadn't seen it. Uh, the racism that's that's uh, embedded into America. Uh, it it, it takes. It's hard for poor people to see it because of the position that they sit at uh, and, and the limited of knowledge and the limited of, of, of experiences and, and, and the limited of the, the, the limited things that they're limited to uh, prevents them from even having a direct assessment and, 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 and analyzation of what racism is in America because it's hidden. Uh, it's not openly and blatant anymore. And, and most of it comes through uh, liberal platforms and liberal policies. Uh, and, and most people don't realize that. Uh, con conservatism have, ha have never been a base of racism. Uh, and, and, and most poor people can't understand that. And so I'm a product of, of, of America's 
uh, African-American subculture of, of single mother parent homes. Uh, but I'm also first generation of Dr. King's dream. So uh, uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> mm. That was powerful. It, it is very interesting. You talked about how um, a lot of stuff is embedded in a lot of things that the liberals have done in the past. Like a lot of people don't understand before uh before full scale welfare hit and things of that nature, uh black people was on course to surpass white people economically and uh, our, and we, yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off, no, but, but let's highlight in such a small amount of time after coming out of slavery. Yep. Small amount of That's time. That's what we gotta highlight, homies. Uh in such a small amount of time after coming out of slavery. So we get stuck on black uh, on Black Wall Street, but there was like two hundred and some other massacres around America of prominent black communities and areas that was vibrant and thriving. Even right here in Fort Worth, Texas, homie Jones Street, uh, downtown Ninth Street, uh, Evans and Rosedale, Stall Cup, uh, you, you know. And so we make a lot of excuses about uh, uh, how slavery has limited us today. And I'm saying, well, how is it that? The people who was directly affected by slaves, how is it they wasn't limited with the conditions being 50 times this worse? Uh, and they were still able to build places like Black Wall Street, Slocum, Texas, Rosewood, throughout America with almost everything against them. Yep. Here we are. We got a free public education system. Uh, our, our, our black women have help if they want to get help. They have reentry programs for prisoners getting out of prison. Uh, they got after-school programs that are funds things in your community that if you can create some out. How is it, man? We can't almost get to where they were when they came out of slavery, and we're here where we are with all of this information. Nothing can be hidden from us no more, homie. Why we can't get it together? It's, 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 it's the, I'm glad you brought up Black Wall Street too. The, the most interesting aspect of Black Wall Street that people never get taught is Black Wall Street was rebuilt five years later after uh, the massacre without help from the government. Actually, the local government tried to stop them from rebuilding it, and they were still able to get it rebuilt five years later. And then no funded. No, these, no these are people with with with, with determination, a wherewithal, resiliency, uh, and a love for one another. Uh, 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 it, it, and they were visionaries. We don't have love. We don't have vision. We don't have the wherewithal as a race. And we lack resiliency today because entitlement programs, homie, uh, uh, we've been weakened. Uh, we, we've been weakened in, in, in our spirit to want to overcome. We shall overcome. No, we've been, we, we think we've overcame. We think if we go to Starbucks and they let us loudly complain about something and, and, and the police show up and, and, and we tell the police, fuck you, uh, y'all racist, and we don't go to jail, we think we overcame. So true. So true, man. It's it's, it's crazy because, like you said, no funny, no nothing. And they was able to do it. And meanwhile, we, I mean, just everything you just said is, is so true. And I, I think one of the issues is people don't get the full history when it when it when when depression and slavery is talked about, uh, they get to have history to make them feel like all they are 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 they their ancestors were oppressed and their ancestors were slaves and nobody ever teaches them. Well, 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 well why 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 didn't Dr. King talk 
slavery talk. During the civil rights movement, why didn't they talk slavery? Why didn't they remind America that we used to be slaves? Homie, they saw to the future. Yep. They saw past where they were. They saw past the circumstances and they saw past the situation. Black people have always existed in a compromised state in a situation until then. Yep. And then, and my issue with everybody, like all everybody asking for like free handouts from the government and thinking that's the way to go. I mean, I, we can look at Indian reservations and people look across the country and see higher suicide rate than anybody, higher yep. alcoholism than anybody, homie. Dr uh, drug rates, they got, they got casinos. Yeah, they they don't they don't have one of the nation's biggest banks. They don't have an airport. They don't have a NFL football stadium. Many people isolated. Yep, they've been command. Man, that's racism. <laughs> yeah, y'all want to be put on a reservation? That's racism. Yep, but that that that's what that's 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 the community to be asking for. Ask, see, I don't think we realize that we see people that got everything from the government already. The Indians they got everything from the government. We see it in real time what that did if to you, the community. If, if you get everything from the government, at some point that's beyond socialism. That's communism. Oh yeah. Oh it's, oh yeah. It's pre, oh yeah. It's pretty communism. And it makes it makes you lazy because you just throw drugs because you don't because you know you don't have to work for nothing. If you could just complain for something and get it, you don't have to work for nothing. If 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 look at this, why complain about the good you get for the government? Because there's two sides of every coin, right? We like to say, man, the government brought guns, brought crack into the community. Stop taking everything from the government. If the government's bringing drugs, they're bringing crack. If the government is bringing, stop taking everything from the government and they can't bring it to you. So, hey, I'm talking pre. I'm telling you, I listen, man. If they broke crack, okay, stop taking it. If they bringing fentanyl, stop taking it. Instead, rap if they bringing food stamps, stop taking it. Stop taking it. Stop taking it. Uh, because what happens, uh, you become the domesticated dog that can't feed itself, that can't get it, get rid of his own ticks and fleas, that don't know how to interact with other dogs. You're on a leash, you're on a collar. We the new dogs. It's been brought into the house. We get petted. We, we go to the doctor when they say, hey, come to the doctor. Man, we ain't. We're less free than what we think we are as black people based on our need to be assisted. Our constant need to be assisted. We create Jim Crow policies. We create unwritten Jim Crow policies with our entitlement ideology as 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 citizens in America. We we separate we separate ourselves, homie. Yep. We're, we're, we we give ourselves a scarlet letter, and we think everybody owes us something in America. We think the Chinese people owe us something. We think the Arabs owe us something. We think everybody owes us something. And at this point, don't nobody owe us nothing, homie. We owe it to ourselves. 
based on the people before us and what they did do and what they didn't do. They didn't beg. They didn't kill one another. They wasn't loud. They quietly built. They didn't bother people. They didn't want to go eat at nobody else's restaurant because they liked their own food. They didn't want to go to nobody else's school because they had their own school teachers, even though the school might have been small. They developed some of the most brilliant people in NASA and in, in, in U.S. government and in science and education during those times with those small schools with them ugly, dirty feet. Those hot, sweaty classrooms. With all that hate around them. We don't nearby half as see as much hate from white people that those people had to see and endure. We create our own oppression. We got our own hate by way of hood mentality, hood politics, social media beef, rap conflicts. Long before I got to deal with racism, long before I got to deal with anything that I can even imagine that resembled a Jim Crow era. There's a civil war amongst my own people, homie. And if I if I think anything different, I could lose my life if I want to think above the crowd. If I want to think like the ancestors. Why do you think that is? How do you think we change the current state of culture? Because like you said, in, in rap music, everything they peddling, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> And it's really all for money. Everything they peddling is 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 is, is destructive, especially uh, especially for black culture. How do you think? And I'm a rapper myself, but I don't rap about crap. Well, uh, some some yeah. brilliant minds ha have realized that uh, anytime there's a tragedy, war, uh, natural disaster, uh. After that, there's a chance to make money. Always. Uh, always. Somebody's figured out that there's a profit in Blacks celebrating their own destruction. They, they're giving us what we want. Nobody's attacking us. No, no, nobody's setting a trap for black people in America, homie. Everybody's trying to build economically to waste time attacking us when we pose no threat to no one but ourselves. When you look at our school systems, when you look at the communities and, and, and the housing environments, uh, the villages that these children come out of only to go into these public schools and be miseducated with limited alternatives, limited resources, and only to go back home and return to a community that doesn't value not just education, nor the educational system. That's why we have this. 
Indoctrination starts in the classroom. Every time. What do you think the solution to that is? Uh, the solution? Uh, as <clears throat> I, I hate to talk. Well, I won't talk it. Homeschool. Homeschool. Uh, when, when when you look at our when you look across uh not just our federal budget but our state budget, over half that budget sometimes is our educational system. And most of these are failing educational systems. So how about we do something different with the money? We empower the parents, we empower the home because charity starts in a home. Who better to educate your children than you if you had the resources? So this, the funding that we're putting into our failing public educational school systems, why, why not reroute some of that money to the parents who would like to homeschool? We, we create better, better trade schools. Uh, when we look at our educational system, and I'm just going to speak from, from, from Texas in, in, in particular. We like to bag. We like to bash the cops. Fuck the police, man. Black lives, no justice, no peace. But I do a lot of youth work, a youth advocacy work with the Texas Juvenile Justice Department. A lot of partnerships with juvenile work in schools. Fifty percent of the children in the state of Texas that's incarcerated, on probation or parole, they were not arrested on the streets, breaking laws. They were referred through the school system. So you hear, uh, and I, one of my favorite books, man, is the book by uh, Michelle Alexander, The New Jim Crow. Uh, one of my favorite reads. Do I agree with a lot of it? Some of it, not all of it, but most of it. Uh, from a standpoint, I, I, I'm with it, right? Okay, The New Jim Crow. So we got school to prison pipeline, and we really believe that we have a school to prison pipeline. And we look at our school. In the hood, there'd be black principals, black teachers, black counselors in the hood. How we got a prison pipeline? Who at the door? Who making a referral? You, you see what I'm saying? Oh. This has nothing to do with humans. This has to do with a system that was here before us. And, and, and as time ages and 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 and, and things change, we, we come up with amendments, we come up with new laws, we try to make it right. Public opinion starts shaping things. Uh, this is the best we got right now for black people. I don't think it can get no better than what we got right now for us to come together, build. Don't worry about what white folks done to people that we don't even talk to no more. We got grandmothers, 80 years old. We talking about slavery done. We won't even go talk to grandmama and them to get the full story. We don't know no niggers. We know black people, African-Americans, and hip-hop niggers. But we don't know nobody who's ever been called us, hey, nigger. We don't know nobody. Ask one of these black person, when last time you talked to somebody who was called a nigger during a time and era? 
We don't know nobody because we don't sit at the feet of our elders. Dr. Umar Johnson can't tell you about what your grandmama can tell you, man. Oof. Preach. Preach. That's all I'm saying. Africans didn't write books. They was griots, oral historians. They passed tradition and culture down through sitting around at family reunions sharing information. You got grandmother's recipe from talking to Maria. You learn how to make the dressing from sitting down, watching her do it, asking this, ask. You don't get that out the cookbook. You don't know when to cut the seasoning off. Oh, the cookbook will tell you two tablespoons. You don't know what Maria used when she just sprinkled. <laughs> yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. Oh, man, we're looking for... See, black people got too much access to information, and we don't. we got all this information, but we lack knowledge. Facts. So it's easy to fool it because we we okay with just information. And all information ain't true. All information ain't accurate. All information don't have facts. We're okay with just being able to access Google what they say about this. No, man, we don't have the knowledge nor the wisdom with all this information to even decipher what's true and what's not. And there are some people who play on that ignorance and they and they and they remain in power because of that. That's why all of us vote Democrat. That's why all of us wear Michael Jordan tennis shoes. That's why all of us watch the same movies. Yep. It's no coincidence. Speaking of that, you know, I use the, it's, it's not as like uh, controversial no more, but when I had first started wearing a, a MAGA hat, I got man, so my music used to, used to get played man, on the radio. Man, I got mine in here right. I got mine in here right now. Oh, I got you mine. I got one on right now. Hold on, let's turn it man, around. Man, I got mine in here right. I keep it in the back of my in the back of my my, my window. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm gonna ask you about. I saw you. I saw you online uh, a few times with it, and I was like, do do, do you get hate for it? Because I don't get as much hate for it now as I did in the beginning. Like like two two years, three years ago, you, you I, I got I got real like real death threats for it. But oh yeah, man, I'd have been circled with guns with that mega hat on. Oh man. Oh, uh, I I done, I done showed up to a, a a a Black Lives Matter a rally, and and somebody spotted me as the Trump supporter. And they turned their backs on the white people they were mad at in the police, and all went after me. Oh, the yes, black I, man with the mega hat. That's how I go. Every I had a been through it. I'm telling you, hey, you, hey, black, hey, nothing they hate more than somebody black with a mega hat on, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, but man, if somebody stop and talk to me, I can. I, I remember a time in my world when America was great. Oh, uh, I, I remember there was a time, homie, then when black people didn't kill black people. I remember a time, man, when I spent a night at my third white friend house in the 80s. Oh, uh, my crush on my third white girlfriend. Oh, uh, being injured and, and, and having to go to the hospital 
and my mother having to leave me at the hospital, go home so she can be a mother to my brother and those white nurses. Wasn't no bunch of black nurses in the 80s, homie. Them white loving nurses, homie. I didn't, I didn't inherit hate. I come from a loving black mother. I never heard her say anything hateful about my father. I never heard my mama cuss nobody out, man. I ain't never, my mama had boyfriend. I never seen a man come out of my mother's bedroom. I ain't never heard no, no, no nigga humping on my mama having sex in the room. I ain't never seen my mama drunk on drugs. I've never seen that. I come from love. I learned how to hate from my culture. I learned how to try to be hateful toward white people because of my uncles, the older niggas I talked to in the neighborhood that was hateful and mean. My culture created a disdain in my heart. Black people never had that in their heart, even when they were slaves. They never hated. They never hated. They, they wasn't so caught up in wanting to integrate. I was one man's dream. The beginning of civil rights, the fight was equal protection and equal rights under the law. That's all we want. We don't want food stamp. We don't want, uh, well, we don't want nothing but equal rights and equal protection under the law. And we got it from now. They started. They started selling the the food stamps and the full scale welfare, you know, replacing a man in a home with the government, and it worked. We bought it. We bought the. We bought what they put on the table for us. And now we think those people have been fighting for our civil rights and and our legislation since the beginning of our existence in this country. Yep. And that's the biggest lie that sits. On their platform, on their DN, on their national platform, homie, they say they have been the party who have fought for us. No, that ain't true at all. At all, Lyndon B. Johnson. You know, even the Lyndon B. Johnson versus Goldwater thing. People, like if, people don't understand when Malcolm X used the words "Uncle Tom" and "Coon." If people go to his uh, "Ballad of the Bullet" speech. He wasn't talking to the black people with the MAGA hats on. He wasn't talking to the black conservatives. He was talking to the black people that continue voting Democrat, even though they didn't do nothing for them. And that's who he was talking to. And everybody loved Lyndon B. Johnson. They don't know Lyndon B. Johnson said the Democrats will have black people. He ain't even say it no, like this. No, 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 no. He, 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 he said, I yeah. have these niggas vote Democrat yeah. for the next 400 years. Yeah, that, that's what he said. <laughs> It's right. We blindly do it. We don't ask no questions. We don't give a fuck who it is. Just how do you a Democrat? I'll get vote, 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 vote. Yeah. There's a, nope. there's a scripture that a lot of people quote. It says that a people will perish from a lack of knowledge. Preach. It, 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 and then it goes on to say that they'll perish also because they reject knowledge. Facts. As, as well as 
they forgot knowledge. We are the unknowledgeable. We know every goddamn thing there is to know. We can tell you about how bad the white man is. We can tell you about the Illuminati, all the white man's secret tricks to keep us down. We can tell you when we was kings 12,000 years ago. We can tell you Jesus, what color feet Jesus is. We can tell you Jesus black. We can we know every goddamn thing, but we are unknowledgeable. Facts. That's why we can't compete on the world stage. That's why we can't talk past the, past the White House. Most of us can't even talk to Congress. If black people really believe what they believe, that, that, that we are oppressed, and I believe in certain factions because of our political mindset, we are oppressed. We are enslaved still. The Democrat slave masters have not released us. They have not letting us go. So if black people really believe what they believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's an open seat at the United Nations. Take the cry to the United Nations. If we're still in bondage. We're, we're a nation of people who are descendants from slaves. There are few of us mixed in between that that are descendants from African slaves. But most of us from slaves that was born here in America by way of slave breeding, breeding forms. Some of our roots is in slavery. I don't care what nobody thinks, homie, because the world put a band on slavery. Okay, y'all, we didn't had enough. We're not going to import, export anymore. America said, fuck what you're talking about. We're going to keep our slavery. And they started making slaves here. How to make a nigger slave? I'm a seed of a nigger slave. I ain't African, brother. I don't got no ties to it. No. Other than we're on humanity. Yep. I'm an American boy. American born here, the seed of that nigger slave. And the nigger didn't get a name until Mark Twain wrote about the nigger in the book called nigger Jim and Huckleberry Finn. Up until then, a slave was just nigger. He didn't have a goddamn name. He was just nigger. Mark Twain humanized the nigger and Huckleberry Finn, nigger Jim. The nigger been growing in America, thriving and prospering. And he got out of freedom because what was in his heart, even in those conditions, he didn't hate the slave master. He didn't hate his neighbor. With the heart we got today, we're standing still as a race. We ain't moving forward. We got to renew our minds and recondition our hearts as black Americans with the knowledge, the information, and the life experiences we have. And let's compare it to what our ancestors went through. And that should be a real reality check for us. We have no excuses. Not at this point in time. I agree. And is this why, because I saw an interview, um, I think it was recent, where you said, um, you sort of said like, 
you want to put these rappers in jail. And a lot of people try to paint you the villain over that. But I think you're trying to, in a sense, clean up, clean up the streets and make people stop being afraid of these, you know, these gang bangers and these gangsters, or in other words, wicked people, period. And they'll kill your mother. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. So is 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 that why you have that mindset to try to help? Uh, I, I've been, the... uh they say when you know better, you do better. Right. I know I know better now, so I'm trying to do better. Uh, charity starts in the home, and and and, and I love America. I love this country. Uh, I love my city. I love my state. Uh, but I don't love it more than I love people. Uh, I'm trying to clean up my home, which is the community, the black community. I can't tell white people nothing, homie, if I don't clean up the black community. Uh, I can't complain about nothing. One of the atrocities that's 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 going on in Black America amongst Black people and the Black high schools at the rap concerts. Uh, when you look at the fact that the rappers are mimicking the street guys, the children are mimicking the rappers. The rappers are mimicking the street guys. And what I've come to learn is, uh, most real street guys don't like rappers. So we're all imitating and emulating a self-destructive culture of gangsterism. Of gangsterism. And our ancestors never wanted to be Italians. Uh, we've taken on the gangster culture. And when you look out into America and you look at all these different cultures and, and, and ethnicities, and you start to examine each culture and you get to ours, then there's nothing positive about black culture in America. Not one single element. It used to be. Not now, though. I don't. It's... So I, I once read somewhere that if you ever want to check the temperature of the youth of a nation or a country, listen to the music of the youth. So that's what I did. When I started listening to these lyrics and understood that these guys are not studio gangsters, that they are rapping real death. They are putting real people names and they are really committing crimes and then going back in these studios and confessing these crimes over beats in the name of a rap song. And people are dying for it. They're dying behind it and they're dying because of it. That's why I stopped listening to Drill music is what made me stop listening to secular music. When you realize these are real young kids, you can go watch interviews with these kids' mamas that they talk about in the songs. They mama still crying in, in these interviews because they they kids' names getting mentioned in a hundred songs. See, when I found out Tuka was a real kid, yep, and I went and done my research on Tuka, a fifteen year old kid killed, and nobody in the black culture in the industry and this kid mother was pleading with these people. 
This kid's mother was pleading. She, she was a mother fighting hard, man, just to make it out to get her working two jobs. Man, praying with her son, walking him to the bus stop. That day when he got suspended from school, he called his mother, Mama, I'm at the bus stop. Two minutes later, she get a call, he dead. How many bad kids get suspended from school and call Mama? Man, I'm finna take this time to act like I'm at school. And roam the streets. Mama, I, I, Mama, yeah. And how many black kids you know like wrestling? So when you get the, the, the backstory on all these kids, homie, how is it that our culture, the Tyler Perry, the Jay-Z, man, how is it that everybody can remain silent and wait for the police shooting to get mad? Yeah. We're silent up until the end. We have no issues up until the end. So I'm saying, man, how can this be, God? Man, have this generation of black people, can you hear us, God? Have you turned your back on us because of what's in our hearts now? We are the old white people that used to hate everybody and everything. We are the new hateful white people. So I'm saying, man, we may not see the things that we wish and hope for. But, man, I promise uh, our children can. Facts. <clears throat> I promise our children can. They have the heart. They have the courage. They still have the resiliency. They have the wherewithal, but they don't have the directions. Because their village leaders are stuck in the past. Our children are looking to the future. They want to know what's coming in 2030, what's coming in 2028. Our, our leaders are still talking about 1964. Every time, basically forcing the kids to, to low-key oppress themselves. They, they keep telling the kids they can't do nothing better. Before they yeah. even get to experience something, they keep telling them you can't do nothing better. You can't so be better. They done made the white man bigger than God. The white man, okay, he gave us freedom. Why do he need to still worry about us? Because he can take it if he gave it to us, right? He got to worry about the Russians meddling in his election. He got these goddamn North Koreans making North Koreans making missiles. They was just going up and around falling down. Now they damn near making it to the Canadian shores. They got Afghanistan. They got the problem where them people done left all that military equipment over there. They don't know what them people fit to do in the future with that against this country. Men and white boy ain't got to worry about his hip hop niggas. That's all we is a bunch of hip hop entertainment minded motherfuckers. We ain't bankers. We're not, we're not. We don't have powerful and influential black leaders that has the voice in the ears to get the youth to come out into the voting polls. We don't pose a threat or a danger to no one's existence but our own in the criminal justice system. But even if we over even if we overswamp them, they get the money on the back end. We pose no threat and no danger for people to wake up and say, hey, y'all, let's do this to black people today. We got to get out that mindset. 
and, and, and get these get these chains and these limits off our brain and say, man, well, they trick me into believing whatever my mind, this little bitty mind can think I can achieve it. Homie, they trick me into believing that as a kid. So I grew up and became everything I ever want to be. I grew up and became everything I ever want to be. Didn't know how I was going to do it, but I always believed I can do it. I don't know how foolish that was, but man, I done done a lot of things that I wanted to do in life and accomplished it because I believed I can do it in my mind. How the white man gonna stop me from doing anything? When I wanted to sell crack, he couldn't stop me. He wanted to, yeah. When I want to break his law, he can't stop me until he catch me. So how is it that he can stop me if I wanted, if I got a goal, I got a plan, I got an aspiration, how can he stop that? You know what's funny? I I um I had a debate with some real neo Nazis. Like they'll tell you they're neo Nazis, and a contrary to popular belief, neo Nazis they do not like Trump supporters at all. Zilch. No, 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 no. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, neo is more Ukrainian, and I don't want to get. All right, we go. Yeah, yeah. Neo is more Ukrainian. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I got to a debate with him, and I said, um, you know, I, I asked the question right because it's based on what you know what what I knew, but. What I thought I knew, and I said, "Why do y'all uh, like what's the true reason y'all hate black people so much?" I kid you not. This man said, "Hate black people." He said, "I mean, we're not fond of y'all. We don't care about y'all. Y'all, y'all pose no threat to anything we have going on." He was like, "Y'all killing each other, killing the babies." He was like, "Y'all, y'all doing even if we did want y'all dead, y'all be doing it for us anyway." He said, "He, yeah. he said, he said Hispanics are more of a threat because they come together." He said Jews are more of a threat because they have power. He said we we not at war with black people because there's nothing to be at war with. And that that mm -hmm. it, it made me angry a little bit, but I couldn't be I how angry could I get? Because it ain't like he lied to me. Who who wanna go to war with the monkeys with the guns? The monkey the monkeys is not leaving the monkey village with their guns. White folks are not dying by the hands of the monkeys or drive-by shootings. Nope. The monkeys with the guns. We got these monkeys in the area, bro. They don't we, these monkeys here is like the elephant tied to the trail. He don't know he can go across railroad track, but but he don't do that. So true. We it's, poking holes in this boat. I'm telling you, man. And this we poking holes in this boat, homie. It, 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 at this point now, uh. Let history hold white people accountable for their history. Let's hold ourselves accountable for our present because our history is not bad. Our ancestry history was bad. All these motherfucking black people hollering about man, your life wasn't bad based on white people. So stop associating your grandmother's progress to where you are in your grandmother's life history and, and experiences to where you are today in modern time. Stop associating that. Man, you are where you are based on life choices and decisions and who your mother and father were. Mm -hmm. Who you was born to, where you was born, and how you was raised. Once you get to that, choices and decisions got you to where you are. And we got to teach that to the babies. So my answer and my solution is that everything is fuck these grown people. 
Man, I created a youth organization called Hyped About Hype. And Hype is an acronym for helping young people excel. It's a youth outreach. And our goal and our mission and our motto is to help young people excel in all aspects of their life by helping to provide alternatives, resources, and solutions to the conditions in which they was born in and grow up in. Anything outside of that, homie, I don't give a fuck about. Frederick Douglass, and I keep this in my heart and my mind, it is much easier to create strong children than it is to repair broken men. We're putting all the money in the funding and we're giving all the time and the energy to repairing broken men and we're failing to create strong children. Mm. So that's my answer and solutions. So I try to spend a lot of my time bending down and squatting down talking rather than standing up talking. So I try to talk to a lot of small people, homie, where I got to get down on a level and talk. I love it, man. Hey, listen, you answered the questions best as I could ever hope somebody could answer, man. I love seeing people knowledgeable, truly understanding the full aspect of history uh, because I agree. I agree with the solutions. I mean, I, I agree. I think we had to start teaching kids the full story. You know what I'm saying? Not, uh, not, hey, yeah. man, listen. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't want to lose this thought. When you said that, you said the accurate history. I would recommend most people go see uh, the woman, the woman king, with Viola Davis, and you'll learn something that we we was taught that the white man went into Africa and took us and made us slaves. That's the biggest lie told. Biggest Africans, lie ever ever told. Africans were setting slaves. They were setting their people, homie. Yep. Go watch that movie. It's gonna finally tell y'all, homie. Africans did this shit to us. Yep. White man. No, he didn't come take nothing. No, no, no. So I appreciate the opportunity for being on the platform that's about truth, right? Facts never change. Uh, but some facts don't always support what's true. Uh, our dollar bill says, in God we trust. This is a Christian-based nation. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Uh, biblical principles. Uh, love thy enemy. Love thy neighbor. Uh, redemption. Uh, man, this 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 country, this nation, the the, the biblical principles in, in God we trust. I wake up with those principles, in spirit, and in truth. Good spirit. I try to look for the good spirited man, the spirit of a man. Yeah, his actions may be bad, but man, I look at the, the spirit of the man. And then I try to find out what's truth. And I try to live my life revolving around that. And so I, I just, man, I in spirit and in truth, fam. So that's 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 what we gotta instill back off into the hearts of, of people. And then fake news won't be so prevalent. Fake information won't be so easily received. 
So this nation has to get back, homie, into the spirit of what it really was. Yeah. And, 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 and most black people, man, them people fought not to have slavery, to have slavery. It was a big fight over slavery. Even before the rules were even implemented into the Constitution, they locked themselves away for days. Some felt it was a necessary evil uh, for whatever reason. Uh, this country have, have, have been on a pattern to try to right its wrongs. But for, for whatever reason, this generation of, of politicians, this generation of entertainers, this generation of American citizens, it's, it's, it's man, the spirit of these, this is something different. And, 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 and if it don't change, America will crumble by way of outside forces. Because right now there's 99 different tongues in this country. 99 different tongues, and they all brought their culture, and it's not American. And so I tell black people, when you look out into America, nigga, I don't give a fuck what you think. You know who your greatest ally is? A white American. <laughs> yeah. That's your greatest ally. A white American, brother. So don't forget that, my nigga. So I, I try to help him with all that. But it's hard for them to receive it. But wait till this, they, they'll see. They'll see. Uh, black and white need one another in America, homie. We built this motherfucker together. Black and white people built this motherfucker together, man. And when I need a job, I ain't never had a Mexican really hire me. <laughs> Chinese boy ain't, ain't doing when he did it. I ain't. I can't get a job at Chinese man house. Man, white man at that supervisor, that warehouse, he'll give me a chance. And, and I don't say that to be the to, to divide nothing. Uh, I say that to teach from a qualitative experience. Facts. Preaching facts, man. Facts, history, the now, the full story, accurate truths. Yes, sir. And I do think America needs need, need, need to get back to its founding principles. I was just talking to somebody about that last night. They thought I was insane by saying that. They asked, how, how do I think we should fix America? I said, we need to go backwards. And, backwards. Uh, and they said, no, you know, we need, to, we, need to be, we need to continue going progressive, be more tolerant. You know, it was one of these LGBT weirdo people. Um, yeah. And so, so they, they couldn't even fathom uh, what I was saying, but usually people like that don't know much about history and, ha and don't have no true knowledge. But listen, man, once again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. I feel like you dropped a lot of jewels, and I can't wait to like, I can't wait to like release this and get it together, man. So thank we should get a lot man. of backlash, but hey, it's okay. Hey, I'm listen. I'm a uh, I'm a rapper. I'm the only rapper in the country that got music banned on Spotify. I don't curse. I don't talk about murder. I don't talk about sex. I don't talk about drugs. I talk about God and I talk about Bible and I talk about my belief system and I get my music banned for literally those reasons for hate speech. So I know you used to it. I'm used to it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, 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 I, I, well, each man has to develop his, his own constitution that he stands on. And, and, and your man constitution is your belief system, your principles and your morals 
that you package yourself and walk with as a man. And so when I when I meet other men and they standing on the same type of constitution, uh, I, I know my kind. Yes, sir. And, and, and I tell all young people, uh, they say, well, how do you identify your kind? You identify your kind by the actions, not by the skin color. Yes, that's what I be telling people facts, man. Yeah, I identify my kind. Yeah, each with his own kind. Yeah. <laughs> each with his own kind. And how do you get with your kind? By the actions. Watch the actions and they'll let you know. Yes, sir. So true, man. So true. So true, man. So, yeah, I appreciate you for having me, brother. So uh, we locked in, man. So I'm going to have to get you on mine. Hey, whenever you want to, man, I'm available. Let's do it, man. Already, man. Most definitely, man. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Man, let me know when this drop, man, so I can start running it on my platforms. Yeah, we're gonna get them numbers up. <laughs> let's let's do it. I'm gonna probably drop it uh probably the middle of the week, man. And uh right. yeah. I'll well, let you know. Uh, I like to say this to our black audience. Uh go tell other black people we'll never have black power until we get some black love. Mm. Because what what the love would do, the black love will unify everyone. The black love will unify everyone, but there's no power without love. Facts. So, man, I'm out. God bless you, man. Peace. Yes, sir.